I have plans. Fucking loser! You're a loser. You know that? A loser. Oh, hey guys. Uh, this is Thrills, Kills, and Chills. I'm Steven Wendell. Back at you again. Really happy to be back. I am here with my co-host, Mr. Tanner Gray. Happy Thursday, my dudes. How's it going? And I'm here also with my other host, Mr. Devin Clays. Howdy, howdy. We're happy to be back, guys. Uh, right now, we're uh, we're in our cult series. And our, if you listen to our last episode, we talked about who our next cult is. And it is the cult of Rajneeshis. The Rajneesh movement. The Rajneesh movement. Mm -hmm. The Sinyasins, dude. The yeah. Sinyasins. Yeah, we're going to... This cult is a very, very special cult. I mean, a lot of you have probably seen the documentary on Netflix. Uh, we watched that. What was it called again? Uh, wild, uh, wild West. Wild, wild, wild Country. Wild yeah. Country. Yeah, Wild, Wild Country. Yeah, because they bought a, a, a big plot of land way, way out in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on the podcast. But this one, we're going to kind of talk about like the early... Uh, the early uh, echelons of who Bhagwan was. He was the uh, founder of this cult and how he came to get to Oregon in the United States and why it was such a big deal. So his name was Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, right? Say that 10 times fast, but you can't. I definitely couldn't. I can. But he was born in 1931. You're lame and dumb. I can do it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Go ahead. I can right totally now. do it in front of the audience because... My God, and she's right to this. My God, and she's right to this. My God, and she's right to this. Okay. And he said it in an Indian accent. That's not bad. Not I mean, bad. you yeah, need to bad. do it like six more times, but okay. Loser. So who who was this man? Uh, who was this guy? He was first. He was born in 1931, uh, and he died in 1990. Uh, he was an Indian guru. He was a philosopher, a mystic, and like I said before, he was the founder of the movement. So uh, a lot of you guys actually might know him as, by his nickname, which is Osho. Yeah, he right. went by Osho. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people knew him as Osho. Yeah. yeah, and and like one of the biggest reasons why he's so controversial, right, is because this guy he's unique in the fact that he like rejects all organized religions, all mainstream religions, and whatnot, because in his view, like essentially religions can't be organized because everyone, every individual reaches spiritual enlightenment in different ways. And, yeah, and you, a, you can't have a code of rules to do it. This guy really hated modern religion. No, no. couldn't stand it. Absolutely could not stand like a modern religion, like a, I would say organized religion. So he rejected every single mainstream religion there was. Yeah. And like Devin was talking about, Every single person kind of had their own experience with life, right? And as we have our own experiences with life, we have our own experiences with uh, spirituality as well. Mm -hmm. And and the thing is with him is like, uh, you know, as Indian gurus do, they're real big into meditation and whatnot. Um, but the thing is with him, what makes him different is his own meditation <laughs> is uh, is called dynamic meditation and the difference between this dynamic meditation your normal meditation is like this uh this dynamic form 
You know, you're not just sitting there humming and shit and fighting. <laughs> and oh, yeah, dude. Inner peace. Yeah, do, um, do, doing that whole fucking dog and pony show, you know, th- th- <laughs> in his I, I, form of meditation. I, I, okay, okay, so it's, some people do meditation and it's important to them. No, I mean, I'm sure. I, I it's mean, not a dog and pony show. I it mean, how real. dare you? Dude, dude it, it does help many folks fucking get spiritual enlightenment. I have no doubt. <laughs> um, People yeah. are just going to be like, pissed. Like, hey, yeah. that, yeah. that shit's serious, man. Don't yeah, you dare dude. call it a dog yeah. and pony show. Yeah, dude. I mean, just doing that whole fucking, that whole deal. <laughs> but, bro, but this, <laughs> I mean, regardless, it is what it is, partner. But, but the, his the, was a bit What are we fucking cowboys bro. now? Yeah, so, so in his form of meditation, just right? let it all out. Dude, Dude it, let it, it all hang out. Yeah, let you, the demons run to play for a little bit. At it, least, no, dude. literally. It, that's yeah, what they get it say. out, bro. And, and we were watching that shit on Vice. Like, so the Vice had like a, uh, it's like a post Osho mini documentary, I guess you could say. And it was about the, the cult, I guess. And like literally watching these people and what they do, it's fucking crazy to me. Like you yeah. had people dancing, you had people, people crying, screaming, and dancing, like, like, like it, a lot of, it was just really strange. Yeah. It looked like a yeah. shit show from the outside. Everybody like literally is like, just do what you want. Just let it all out. People had like oh, tissues dude. next to their face. Let all yeah, the dude. demons out. Yeah, people were, like on the floor, just like laying there, sobbing, like, yeah. weeping. People were like dancing around. Like yeah. it was crazy, man. D- doing whatever is necessary, essentially, to get all all the stress or anything on you out. Yeah, right. I mean, and, in the way and, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and, everybody but, has their own way of getting stress out. Yeah, you know. So some people are sad. Some people are angry. You know. Some it, people are fake happy. That, so, some people just want to hurt people and fuck. Oh, I heard about like mosh pits happening in these fucking little meetings they had. Oh, oh, no, oh, no doubt. There's like a metal band up there, dude. <laughs> what the fuck's up, Dennis? <laughs> it's like straight going crazy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be a, a cult. I'd be a part of. To be honest. But see, that that would be crazy. That'd be kind of fun. But yeah. Metal cult. Uh, ooh. But, we got to look up and see if there's any medical around, dude. No, probably not. We just thought of something brand new. I, okay, guys, yeah, we're not going to start a cult, but if we did, wink, no wink, I do a metal cult. Anyway, so that's what made that meditation different, different than the regular. That's what it's called dynamic. Because, yeah, it's yeah. very dynamic. It was something that I don't think has ever been and, yeah. really. No, exactly. No, it was a and, new thing. And this is like yeah. during the it, 60s, mind you. Yeah, so during the 60s, obviously, it was like flower power time, dude. Like, everybody has free love, doing a bunch of, like, acid was a big thing during this time. So yeah, the, the yeah. culture was really trying to open up to new things. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you also got to take into consideration that India had just won its independence. That's also a true fact. So there's a lot of changes going on in India as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so this, like, whole entire movement was going, was kind of coming into a, to a time that was... I guess evolving into something new. So you had the people in the West who were having our kind of own revolution. We had Vietnam going on. There yeah. a lot of things happening. We had the hippie movement, like I said. And the the younger generation during that time was trying to find something to kind of like fill the void, I guess I would be honest yeah. with me. Like and then you had people in India, like you said, Dev, like they just had a revolution. And so they're looking to fill that void as well and find something new. Exactly. And so and so with this new dynamic meditation, it makes him really controversial. 
Right? Yeah, most most he's, gurus are probably looking at him like, "What the fuck are you yeah, doing?" Yeah, he, he's some strange radical. This is not the normal practice. No, exactly. So, and, you know, and you know, aside from this, he also had like weird, like abnormal views from the mainstream concerning sexuality. Very open. He became known as the sex guru, right? Just like so, he, no one person could have another person. Yeah, like exactly. You weren't tied yeah. down to one person. You can yeah. just have sex with whoever. Everyone is everyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're exactly. all ones. We might as well just have he, sex with each other. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, that so, makes sense. Is you nicknamed the sex guru? Dude, so, so all these, all these organized countries or religions. That's like, that's like Big a really no-no. strange. <laughs> yeah, that's a very controversial belief. It's like you fucking hippie. Like, yeah, well, what the hell are you thinking? And that probably is what attracted. I mean, a lot of the Westerner just because not because the whole sex thing, maybe also that, but also oh, yeah. it was more of like his open mindedness. Yeah, and the oh, fact yeah. that he was different. It was something yeah. new. It was something fresh. Oh yeah, and and in the future, this will gather him many followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, but Massive amounts of but you know yeah. he he claims in 1953 to have his religious you know spiritual awakening and whatnot. He worked at the university, um, you know. But come like 1966, he ends up leaving the university because to go on like he, a he wants to travel. He wants to spread his own his own beliefs, you know, around yeah his his yeah, own cri- his criticisms of both the religions of the politics going on at the time, you know this that and the third and you know he stands out from everybody else. It makes sense. And so this is obviously gonna get get him a lot of uh, followers and interests and whatnot. And as we said before, his, you know, his beliefs end up synergizing a lot with the West. And so, you know, come time, he decides to found his own little. His uh, ashram. Yeah, his own little commune in India. So what is an ashram for the people who don't know? Yeah, so I can talk about this because I've actually, so. Just like a little bit of a backstory, I actually like traveled around India and lived in India for about three months. So I went a lot, mostly in North India from like, from those of you, if you're Indian or you know about India from, from Delhi, I kind of went like North. So like near the Himalayas and stuff. So I, yeah, the Punjabis and shit. Yeah, the Punjab area. Yeah. So I met, um, a lot of people who were, uh, going to ashrams. I went to a few ashrams myself. And ashrams are a little bit different than like your typical church or like religious institution. Obviously, it's more Eastern based. There's a lot of meditation. There's yoga. You know, that's the traditional ashram. You have a, a guru who's in charge of each one. And I went to a place called Rishikesh. And Rishikesh is like the center of yoga, meditation and ashrams. So there's literally like plasterboards of like a million gurus in this city. You can go and choose any of them. So it's very politicized now. Like there's a lot of different things you could do. Um, But like Tanner said, like, you know, basically explaining what it is, it's just a place of gathering for a certain type of mindset, an Eastern mindset. Yeah. But, but the thing is with his deal is like Westernized. Well, I mean, it it was, 
it wasn't necessarily westernized. The thing is with him, right? He ends up forming like a commune, right? And his little, his new radical teachings per se ends up attracting a lot of Western followers, which as we said, this is during that Vietnam era. Yeah. Where peace. Yeah, exactly. Peace, not so, war type so, deal. Yeah. so all these like, wild radical teachings are attracting a lot of people from the West into his new little cult following, like in his commune and these Westerners, they end up, they, they end up getting entranced by this guru. People that join the commune, they end up giving everything they have to the Mm. commune to Bhagwan. What's what you're supposed to sounds. Yeah. So uh, they give up everything for the glory of all. So yeah. it's interesting because we're going to see a lot of similarities in most of these cults that we talk about, which is crazy because the same thing that happened in Heaven's Gate, they were split. They gave up everything, their family, yep. all of it, yeah. dude. And it's kind of interesting to me that you, yeah. See, yeah, like you see the same thing, but I think it's the same in all cults when it starts out like this, when you have like a radical type you of... You got to get it off the ground somehow. Yeah. You so, know, you got people from the West coming in because you're attracting them with these new vibes and these new new ideas and all this shit. And man. he's like, all right, give up all your stuff. You know, give up... Man, dude, so he's having a ma- nice revenue coming. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> with all these yeah, very rich Stuff in his pockets full of money, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're giving up everything. Dude, you got th- you got to consider here. There's like married couples yeah. and stuff oh, moving we here. just love your new way of thinking. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you're just... A, you're an inspiration to us. We got married to your teachings. Dude, and now, like, now you join the commune and your marriage basically means nothing. No. Oh, now he's going to be like, okay, we'll appreciate that. And once you give everything up and you're yeah. trapped and he's you're in there, dude, he's like, oh, by the way, your wife, your husband, so they can they sleep with whoever the fuck they want. Yeah. Around. Your marriage but, is now null and void. But the thing is, is with this spiritual enlightenment, it's not like these people are like, against it they're like no willing. they're into it yeah. they're into yeah. it they're willing yeah they're like oh we, if we want to reach the spiritual know? enlightenment this yeah. and i guess i'm gonna have to go have sex these, with somebody else with my wife you know they, these these people they start doing these uh <laughs> it's very disappointing for a it, lot of the men <laughs> oh, every, gonna, everyone starts yeah i hate that shit <laughs> <laughs> everyone starts doing these dynamic dynamic meditations everyone gets into it you what know is it, the whole screaming there's there's screaming, earlier. there's crying, there's fighting, there's fucking, <laughs> like, just everything, dude. Everything, anything you bro. can do, to just let it um, all out. You so know, they would go into a trance of like, dude, yeah, and they would snap out of it and be like, everyone just starts honestly, like yeah, fighting. I mean, the the West, like from the footage and stuff, organized religions and and especially like Western cultures, which like these citizens are giving everything up to join. You know the. Like they start gaining some uh, some notoriety, some infamy and whatnot, because it just seems like to say, like, let's say you're like some Christian Australian or some shit like that. Right. They give up everything over there and now they seem to be under this fucking spell. Right. They do these meditations. You know, you get everything out. You start fighting everyone. Then, like, everyone snaps because they find some sort of weird enlightenment. And then everybody starts fucking in, like, a crazy orgy. 
You have to realize too, like we're, I'm going to touch on the importance of like Westerners being involved in this. When I was in India, like myself, like, like that shit, like when you're a white American and you go to a country like that, I can only imagine how it was in the 1960s. But when I went, I was like a fucking movie star. Like literally just walking around in Delhi or Rishikesh or any of the major cities or even just a small town that I went to, like people would just follow me around. Yeah. Like, dude. and I can only imagine like the way this guy grew so fast because he had all these Westerners just come in. Not only were they a part of his crew, they're giving up everything Yeah, to follow him. So that gave him a lot of clout. Like, yeah. cause you're the Indians look at people in the, in the West as favored really yeah we're looked upon as favored yeah i mean uh, that's, that's the thing you know if you're a westerner or even an american like anywhere you go you're either going to be a celebrity or hated one, one or the two. other yeah dude and you're going to be a lot of hate yeah. honestly i never got a lot of hate i mean yeah dude i mean indians in the west dude we, we've been buddy buddy like for, for a long a while, time yeah yeah um but regardless, man, he, he gets a lot of clout. The commune's growing. Like crazy. His, his funds are growing. He's initiating right? people into his new cult. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so eventually the government is like catching on, right? They're like, oh shit. Like you're not, you're like, a lot of white people over there. What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, like the cult's growing like exceptionally fast. And, you know, they're, you know, and as, he was already, dude, he was already, we said earlier, he was already very much against like established yeah. religion. He didn't like the new he didn't government like Gandhi or his I, political ideology. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. like anti pretty much everything India stood for at that time. Yeah, no, exactly. And and so, you know, he's supposed to pay taxes and whatnot oh, ba shit. based on his like little establishment, <laughs> his growing commune. Uh, but he's not going to pay them. Hell no, bro. <laughs> Hell no. This is my money, and so, I want it now. Yeah, dude. So, so the, I mean, he's Eight looking seven, at... Eight, cash now. He's looking at all these charges and stuff, you know? Like, he's he's getting under... He's got heat. a nice little bill going. He's like... He's, he's yeah, like, dude. No, like, what's yeah. up with all these taxes? You're, you're going to pay. No. You know, any government's like, you got a lot of motherfuckers there, bro, and you're taking up land, you're using resources, and you ain't paying goddamn shit. You're, to you're us. just you're just taking money from everyone and like giving nothing back to the government. Yeah, uh, you can't do that. No, dude, the uh, government's gonna big, they're yeah. gonna have their slash. Exactly, dude. So he's he's fucking evading taxes, and the government starts like trying to come down hard on him, but uh, <laughs> eventually. For, for him evading taxes and whatnot, he decides instead of paying the taxes and facing the charges, he's going to move everything to America. He's going to leave, so, as an American does. So, quick we don't question. pay those damn taxes. How much, how much was it that he had? they were saying he had to pay? It was a fucking was, astronomical the, the, amount. In, in American currency, it was the equivalent of $5 million. Holy fuck. Well, he, dude, he, you have to imagine he, all these, what we talked about, all these Westerners there, coming in there with all that money, bro. Dude, dude. Westerners, but Indians as well, man. Like, India. like oh, I'd get the fuck this, out of there, this, too. This massive commune of, like, thousands of people. Yeah, it's growing and growing get, and growing. Yeah. 
And so, like, you know, you got to pay taxes on that. I'm sorry, friend. Yeah. And uh, well, his, hell no, his, I his, don't. His, like, I'm going to leave. Dude, but with all this new Western clout he's getting. Yeah, so you probably have dude, people in his ear like, hey, like, you should just move to America because, like, key, yeah. in America, you don't have to pay taxes because you're a religious institution. Yeah, exactly. And then churches don't pay shit. And, and of course... You know, you, you got to fucking keep in mind that like these kind of ideologies are very attractive to Americans and You're other Western more countries. More followers. Exactly. You're going to move back, get more all, money. All, all that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude. And Sounds so a nice diabolical plan. Yeah. So he decides to fucking dish this dude. Fu- like, dude, dude fuck, I bet fuck. the sex is even better there. Yeah, dude, <laughs> bro, bro. Fuck the Indian dude. government, dude. Yeah. He's, he's got a dip, bro. Yeah. You know, and he, they were after his ass for a long time, and we'll still get oh, into that later on. But like, oh dude, yeah, some shit that I've watched and I've read, dude, like <laughs> yeah. they were on his ass. On his ass. Oh dude, oh they probably like watching his house. Dude, that, like, that's, that's he, he's looking of, at his blinds. Like, oh fucker, God. Oh shit, yeah, dude. I mean, that's a lot of money, bro. You're not gonna give that up, bro. That that's a high profile target, bro, to Five collect million? the taxes on. Dude, dude. I know. Oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure his like. This is a, Later on, we're gonna talk about this more. But his right hand, she moved like Scandinavia somewhere. Well, well, she, 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 she went out of town, a, a, exile, the height of exile because she, of all she, the shit. She went to Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, it was Switzerland? In, Are in, you sure? In, in Amnesty, yeah. In Zurich, it was, it was in Zurich. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was in Scandinavia, bro. No, no, no. Okay. But the, well, I, I mean, have to look at and see. Yeah. I, the, I, I swear to God, it was like Sweden. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. The the Swiss, they're. You know, bless the Swiss. They're 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 an asylum for those who need the protection. Dude, the Swiss offer asylum to a great many people, bro. A lot of people, dude. Wasn't it Jordan Belfort that went to Switzerland, or was it not Switzerland? Well, he the he did a lot of his money laundering through Switzerland. That's what it was, yeah, dude. Because the Swiss banks are crazy. Yeah, they're they're internationally renowned. Not a lot of rules. That's why. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly, dude. If you're a corrupt leader or you're someone. For political asylum, bro. Switzerland is the place to go. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and that's like kind of like I said. We're gonna talk about more about her later because she comes in the picture really, really soon. If not, she's already she's kind of building her way up. Yeah, I mean, uh, her her name is Sheila, and she ends up she ends up being his like right hand as early as India. Like during the Indian, she's already a part of all this. Yeah, she just doesn't make a spotlight later on. his, His right hand. You know, Sheila, she's like basically in love with this dude yeah. early on. Yeah. She's in love with the sex girl. You should see her interviews when she, like, the yeah. interviews I've watched with her, what she describes him as, like, yeah. it's like infatuation. Yeah. No, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, but I mean, she has a whole cloudy history that's up for she debate. She sketches fuck. Yeah, dude. It's, it's like you could really debate uh, a whole lot of things about her. Like, maybe. Maybe the rumors are true. Maybe they're not. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, we're going to get into a lot of those rumors as well eventually. Um, but eventually, like Devin was talking about, they we they moved to America. Yeah. They, they moved to America, and they find this, this place out in bumfuck Oregon. Yeah, dude. T- tens <laughs> of thousands of acres. Just They buy it all, and they move there. Yeah. I've, and the whole following. Dude, everybody. can you imagine if you were the people that live there? And like you just see a bunch people of people just like swarm, and and people just <laughs> come in there, dude. They're all like 
screaming yeah. and yelling and having yeah. sex parties. Well, well, and and the thing is, well, damn Darlene, just, damn Darlene, I think I might take a beer and go down there. See what's going on? Well, a lot of them were like freaked out, bro. Well, They're yeah, like, but, dude, this is fucking crazy. We just dude, want to tend our yeah, farms. Because oh, are you guys going to the sex party on the night? Dude, you guys coming with us? Dude, because this Shit, place. Man. This place is like this isn't even really a town, bro. It's more of a village. It's got like a yeah, hundred people, yeah. and now you have thousands of cultists, dude. And it gets, and, and it gets it, heavy. It, the get, it gets it gets heavy. Yeah. yeah, it gets heavy later. But essentially, they they moved to Oregon, right? And in the cult, it, for whatever fucking reason, we'll, we'll we'll get back to you on this one. But these people, they only wear like fucking. Like burgundy, yeah, burgundy. It's, it's exclusive. If you're in the cult, bro, you wear burgundy Robes. only, and only. and other variations of that cult, various shades of like burgundy. And so you're very distinct. You, you got, you're very distinctable. Yeah. Like everybody knows exactly Dude. what you're about. Well, exactly. And, and, and these, it, yeah. Go ahead. I Tim. mean, that's crazy because you could, when we're talking about the Heaven's Gate cult. And when they made they their, had their final, they, they had, had the their, Nikes, the Nikes all black, everything, their own patches. Yeah. So it, but it has similarities. It's to a, that dude, too. honestly, looking at it psychologically, man, it's a way to fucking take away your individuality. It's a way to make you a part of the fold. It's a way of like indoctrination. Conforming. It's almost like if you don't, you if, it's like if you don't do it, like I'm not wearing be that color. Like I'm not be. wearing that shit. Like, okay, well then get the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's it's part of that. Yeah. But like Devin said earlier, these people want to do this. Yeah. yeah. They well, want yeah. to be a part of this new movement, yeah. this enlightenment. So, so like, I'll give up whatever. Yeah. You can have my so, cat, my dog. I don't so, give a shit. So they, the the Sanyasins, man, or the, like Rajneesh's um, cult, they end up buying this fat ass ranch in Wasco County. Oregon. Yeah. In, or, in, like in, in Oregon, said, dude. Fuck they end up moving there in 1981. And you, you got to think here because this little village, this township in Wasco County and Antelope, these people, there's like, there's like a hundred people there. Right. And now oh, you have, shit. you Thousands. have like, like over a thousand people all, all, in all, all, all in burgundy with fucking trailers and shit. Long ass beard. Like dude, hair, just, just moving on to this ranch of just seemingly piece of shit land that no one wants. <laughs> And now it's just like, dude, what is going on? And they were a and, lot of them were terrified. They're like, yeah. okay, yeah, we're not yeah. comfortable with this. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm watching be scared. the watching the interviews of the people back in like in the day. Like they're like, so what do you think about this? These people like they're like, no, nah, we don't want them here. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd be scared. They're like, we want them to leave. Most right. of them are like, we want them to leave. Uh, they're ruining our way of life, uh, making us very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's mean, like well, I mean, you don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, no, you don't. I mean, they're wearing burgundy ass robes and they're coming in there and yeah, having sex parties and screaming at each other. Yeah, and, and having mosh pits. And so yeah, nineteen eighty one, they fucking moved Sounds to like Oregon, a, dude. Like a good old time. Good old time to me, dude. I don't know about y'all, dude. All the funds that've been built up in the commune in India. These are all being shifted yeah, now. Every home base is now dude. in Oregon. Yeah, hey, that's the HQ, dude. The headquarters. Baby. Exactly. And now, with with all their previous clout, they now have the funding and the to, people. More and people, people are coming. And educated people at that. All these fucking educated westerners with like college degrees in architecture and more money. Plumbers, lawyers, lawyer. Yeah, exactly. And so all these. 
all these skilled individuals are moving there. And now, like in the 80s, we're going to see the growth of what will be known as Rajneesh Puram, the city of Bhagwan Rajneesh or Osho or whatever, these sannyasins. And we're going to get more into like what happened politically, yeah. uh, what they did in Oregon to... Dude, it was wild. Yeah, the, to, the to, how the government got involved. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna get farther. We're gonna get farther deep into the actual cult itself that's, and what goes on. But that's but, that's for next episode. Yeah, we're gonna get that in the next episode. We really, really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, stay tuned for next episode to learn more about the Rajneesh movement.